Oh, We're man. starting again. Yeah, I made Kathleen watch um, my favorite documentary. Maybe my fa- one of, probably one of my favorite movies. It's really good. It's a great. I mean, I, I'm surprised it isn't more well known. I th- I heard of it. Like it's not like oh, I, you'd heard I of think it? a lot. Like just it's the 9/11 documentary with those French brothers who it's are a- actually there. And it's hard to find a little bit. It was really hard to find. It's called 9-11. That's it. So like yeah. you put in 9-11 and fucking, you know, like... Every documentary. Does it melt steel beams? Like, <laughs> Everything comes up. It's just up. like a hundred conspiracies pop up. But yeah. this 9-11 documentary is just the French filmmakers that were filming... A documentary um, about a fire just hall. Just a documentary about... Fi- it was basically like some grant money project for public television in France. Yeah. These two reasonably well-known filmmakers are going to film like a new kid, a new recruit. Yeah. In New York City, what's it like being a you know firefighter in New York? And that new recruit's name was Tony. Tony. And Tony was like a lovable kind of like big doofy dude. Yeah, he, <laughs> like, was, de- so he was dense. He was dense. And he got hired. You keep saying one month, but he got hired because I remember it said July. So yeah. he got hired in July. And uh, he was so excited to be a fireman in New York. Yeah, couldn't and, wait like, to get to his first fire. And instead of doing fires, they like he didn't get any fires, but they would like play pranks on him. And like I guess that's yeah. what they do when they have nothing else. They just razz yeah. the new guy. And he never got a fire. And he never got a fire. And he never. And they would go to like, oh, there's a little, you know, there's a well, car that's on fire. Yeah. But that's not a fire. That's not like, a real fire. It's Tony, not a you haven't building. been to a fire yet. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, nine eleven happens, and it's Tony's first fire. Yeah. Tony's first fire <laughs> was nine eleven. <laughs> and that's so. That's not what Sean and I call nine eleven. Tony's first fire. Yeah, we call nine eleven Tony's first fire. And we believe that Tony's Tony's first fire wasn't was an inside job, job for sure. Uh, <laughs> and also, Tony didn't go to the fire. No, he sat in the fire Tony hall. Came in on it was like his day off or something. So he came in and he was just yeah. like polishing the poles. And, and they, well, fucking... they well, I think they told him to stay there because everyone else left and someone had yeah. to stay at the fire hall. So he was just there, like answering the phone and like. Yeah, doing and I guess stuff. if it's your first fire, you're, they're probably like, you know what? No, Th- this is not a great training opportunity. This seems like a yeah, big like one. The, so yeah, this isn't one where we're going to be able to walk you through this. Yeah. we've got to go up 80 flights of stairs and then put people out that's like that like that's the thing that you, you don't even think about like when you think about what happened on that day and that's why watching this documentary was crazy because like it goes from like just watching them realize what's happening in real time and it's really fucked up and like uh the they walked upstairs in fire gear with fire gear like and walked up to a bird to a burning building like yeah they had to go up 80 floors that's why firemen are called heroes. Yeah, and they had because to go up that's 80, a hero They move. had to go up eighty floors, and then people that were coming down were just saying, "Get out!" Yeah, what get are out. you doing going up there? And they kept going. Yeah, they had to. People were running by them saying, "Don't go up there! Don't go up there!" And they just kept going. And then like, I don't remember why they finally decided to turn around because was it because the one next to them fell or something? I can't remember. Well, I mean, firefighters get a lot more credit than cops because their enemy is fire. You yeah, know what I mean, like. Cops' enemies are human beings, yeah. human interactions with humans. So sometimes we're going to be, but you're never going to see like a video of like, look at this fucking piece of shit firefighter putting out this fire. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. And then like, look at how he did it. Look he at his technique. On it. He, he pissed, pissed on, on it. He pissed on the fire. <laughs> how dare he? <laughs> yeah, like you're just never going to see video footage of like firefighter brutality. Yeah. He, he really was way too hard on that fire. Way too hard on that fire. He took way too much out on that fire. <laughs> yeah. 
that fire that fire was just standing there minding its own that business. That fire was just a little grease fire. That fire was unarmed. And it was isolated <laughs> in the kitchen. It wasn't going to spread to a bedroom, bitch. It wasn't bitch. spreading. It that was just on one of the spreading. burners. He didn't need to go in. And, and then he came in there full hose. <laughs> with a pop, axe. Pop, 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 With a fucking axe <laughs> and a hose <laughs> taking out this fire. He hosed down the whole kitchen. <laughs> that fire was out in like five minutes. And defund, he sta- and he defund kept, the firefighters. That fire was out in five minutes and he kept spraying. This is typical of what these firefighters do nowadays. It's upsetting and disgusting. So anyways, they don't get any <laughs> trouble for how they put out fires. No. But cops, like it's a, you know, what are the, it's just their fire is human beings. Yeah, I know. And we're worse than fires. We're way more unpredictable than fires. Even we spread very easily. Very easily. <laughs> we do. We're, we're, and we can be bad. And I don't know. It's, I wouldn't want to be a police officer for that reason. Like you're, you're just no. not like you. Th- it's the one job where you think you're going in to help. And then you find out that all you deal with day in and day out is the bad shit in life. So, of course, that's going to turn you and make you angrier i mean there's some that go in just being awful people but yeah. i mean i'm I talking of like somebody that wants to go in and help and be a cop and like so you do that and then you go to you go and you f- you go to a murder scene and there's children dead or you go into yeah. another domestic abuse and a woman is beat uh, like you know so they see this every day every day and then of course you're gonna turn hard of course you're gonna be jumpy and suspicious of everybody around like of course it's gonna be uh, you know it's 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 just something that the brain would do. I'm like, I'm a big money person. There's no so money in like, police. There's no money. None. Like, if, if the job was the job, yeah. but it paid, you know, similar to like a surgeon. Yeah. I'd be like, well, that's your fucking job. Yeah. Go deal with it, you piece of shit. And if you made a mistake, I'd be like, well, fucking get better. You make 110 grand a year, yeah. you goof. But when you're getting $15 when an it's hour. Like, when it really isn't good money, I'm like, I don't know what we expect of these people. I, like, think, I, don't, I don't expect the janitor to buff the floor properly every time. Like, I'm, I'm not just saying it's just because it's, <laughs> it's America, but I think America uses the hero thing to, to get people who, like, aren't rich. Like, they, you've seen what's the – it's not – it's not the bowling for Columbine. It's the one he did after about Osama bin Laden. It's yeah. Michael Morris. Anyway, they they showed how like they will go and recruit the poorest people to go into the military because like you'll get a free education, you'll get paid, but you'll also be a hero. Here's a flag. Look at there's an eagle flying on you. You're a fucking hero. And then they go into black communities where you know you could be a hero. You could be well, a hero. Well, you could have. You could. I mean, yeah. It's not. E- if you go into a black community to try to recruit people in that community to become police officers, you're not flying a hero flag. No, not police officers. I'm talking about military. Oh, military. It, yeah, like, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. But then, so then, like, with military, then you can use that with a fire department. You can use it with the police officer. Sure. You'll be a hero and you get Fix this, your like... Teeth. Get your teeth fixed. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. It's basically just like, get I'm willing to risk my life for new teeth. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, <laughs> I didn't realize dental work was so expensive, so that's why I got into policing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's such a fucked up mess. It's still like I, But we saw I mean the other movie that we saw that was also great was Titanic 2. It exists. It, it was exists. like There was like Was uh, I supposed to was was it supposed was it supposed to be that bad? I think it was just like well it was like a D-level Hollywood movie. Like it was like they probably got a million dollars from some rich producer that's like, yeah, 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 make the movie. And But a million dollars to make a movie is not a lot of money. 
So I think I bet you they filmed that on the Queen Mary. They filmed it on the Queen Mary that's uh, in Long Beach. If you've ever been to Long Beach, it's that big ship. That, is that the Titanic? It looks like it, but it's not it at all. <laughs> and uh, yeah. so they probably that's why they filmed it at night. You couldn't see anything happening. The entire thing was they, they basically had 15 <laughs> minutes at the start of the movie where you see it take off. And then people are waving, and that's during daytime. Yeah. The rest of the movie is compl- is midnight. Yeah. And just Dark. to save money on CGI. Yeah. So like, there's oh my god, there's a wave coming. Like there's and then a they wave. They would shake the camera. And then somebody <laughs> would look, and they'd be like, ah. And then as an audience member, you just see them staring into space. Yeah. You just see them staring into, into blackness. Oh yeah. And then whoa, and then they'd fall down. So like the, it was the, the yeah when they go up to the North Pole because I guess what happens is what happens like all these. It gets, what happens with all well, the, they ver- get attacked by icebergs. Yeah. There's, yeah. Basically <laughs> like you said climate change wasn't real. Like they tried to shoehorn climate change oh, yeah. into it where like glaciers are melting and then the oh, glaciers yeah. that are melting Fall in the splash, ocean and make tsunamis. And make massive waves so that's what that it was. take out Titanic too. And uh, my, like there's just so many parts that were the my lo- favorite. The, my favorite part was the dialogue with the, there was like a nurse on board Titanic yeah. too. And then the rich guy, the who's, millionaire, who's, who's the millionaire father, who's like paid for the entire Titanic thing. too. But that's her ex boyfriend. Yeah, there's some tension baggage. there. Real lots of baggage. So then they're sitting, they're just standing there talking, the, and the dialogue was so slow. It took five like minutes take for them so to say something long. that should have taken two like twenty it was seconds. Like Macbeth, except everybody was going, "Hey, yeah." But, and you're <laughs> like, "Why are they making such a big?" Is this like, when she said, "I'm sorry about your was, dad"? Yeah, that was the dialogue where she. Um, he said he looks at her and he goes, "I called you, you know." And then she's like, "Yeah, like after six months." Yeah, yeah. And then he goes, "Well, your dad punched me in the nose." <laughs> and then this is actually the dialogue. This then, is literally the dialogue. And then she says, "Yeah, well, you stole his boat and went on a joyride at two in the morning." <laughs> like, the- <laughs> and then he's like, "Ugh." And then, and then there's she like says, a pause, and then yeah. she says. I was sorry to hear about your dad. I know you two were close. And then he says, don't mention it. <laughs> like, Which doesn't make any fucking sense. Don't mention it. Don't mention that's the not, death of my father. That's like, not what you say. Don't mention it too. Like, yeah. Say, <laughs> if somebody says, thank you for getting me that tuna sandwich, you say, don't mention yeah. it. That's the context is like, you know, hey, thanks for that. Dad, don't mention it. Don't yeah. worry about it. Like when somebody says, I'm really sorry I heard about your dad's dad, they say, don't mention it. <laughs> it makes it sound like you're really not dealing with it very well at all. No, not at all. No. Don't bring up my father's dad. Don't death. bring it up. Don't bring it up. It was very funny. And then there's like the scene where it sails out of out of the harbor. And I guess it was supposed to be set in New York Harbor, but it's li- you can tell it's Long Beach. There's like palm trees. And then the next shot, you see the front of the boat and then you see the Statue of Liberty. Like someone just like lo- took it in their hand. It but it, like- looks like, it looks like a cartoon. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a cartoon. Like, oh yeah, when those scientists were trying to get off the North Pole before it got swallowed up. And like Brooke Burns was one of the scientists. Brooke Burns was one of the brunette. scientists. Brunette. They tied her hair br- brunette because scientists aren't blonde. <laughs> no, but she was wearing heels. Oh, the whole time. Chunky heels the whole time. Running around in these heels. Running away from glaciers that are falling. She would wear like like total like protective gear like she'd be like she'd be looking like she was like safe in her in her clothes and then she'd be wearing like stiletto heels or <laughs> it was one of my favorite things in a movie too because there there was one scene where like the glacier started rocking yeah and one character had been told obviously like one of the actors was told like you know stand there oh, and then yeah. go whoa so like there's two characters that are just standing on what is supposed to be like a glacier that's falling down and one of them goes whoa and, the and then the other one, one goes there. <laughs> 
<laughs> one person is trying to show, whoa, this glacier is crazy. My feet are... And she totally nuts. almost fucked up a line and they just kept it yeah, in. They had like, like a blooper in the movie. Yeah, she's like, she was talking on a helicopter and then they're like, what is that? And she goes, that's a... That's a... <laughs> she just <laughs> completely flubs the line. And, and she even looked at the in. camera like, yeah, oh, are we going to do that was, again? Yeah. And then they're... they're she, okay, I'm going. She, she was a Maxim model actress. Yes. Where like she's used to like, what's up camera? Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're in a fucking D movie and you're supposed to be playing like a scientist and the camera comes and you're like, oh, wait, I'm not supposed to look at it. I'm supposed to look at this old actor, and, this other old actor. And then the ending. The and ending, I don't know yeah. if we should tell the ending or not. Like if people want to watch, I kind of want people to be. You're a, not ruining it. Like our ending. No one is going to watch it, though. We literally just went. What? <laughs> I've never been that horrified at the end of a movie. Yeah, it's we'll, we'll spoil it. Like the millionaire, they're all in the boat. And they're trying to get saved. And then the millionaire, to save the girl, he stayed underwater. And she dragged him around with her for a while. And then pulled him up and tried to give him CPR for like 10 minutes. But he, Yeah, and then the crazy part is like... You think the movie's going to keep wearing, going. She was like, the idea was, oh no, there's only one breathing apparatus. Yeah. But I'll give it to the girl. And then like, oh, he's such a great guy. Yeah. And it turns out he was a good guy. I guess we're getting so married after. So the water is slowly rising up on these two characters. And they're like, I, I, you're, what are you going to do? I won't be able to breathe. Like, he's explaining it to her, like, what, you know, like. And she should have left. Like, normally in a movie, what would happen is the, you know, the water's rising up, and the girl is like, oh my God, and she's crying, and then she puts her shit on, you yeah. know? But in this one, she, she's so, the character's so dumb that she's like, well, what are you going to do when the water goes over top of your head? <laughs> and he's like, well, that's when I'll have to stop breathing, you fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he's, so then he's dead, and like they're working on him, and it's and the there's well, first of all, they, we still don't know what's going him, on next, though. They either. take him into a medi, like Brooke Byrne, like she mugs for the camera, and yeah. then scientist jumps out, and then she's but she's got this like oh, yeah, um, the flotation tent. medical tent, yeah. that is on the in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean yes, at this yes. point, um, and then she's waiting, and then they bring in the millionaire yeah. who's dead. And then the ex-girlfriend jumps on him and starts doing chest compressions and says, breathe, breathe, breathe. Come on, breathe. Yeah, she said that and for a And then she does time. more chest compressions and then breathe. she's like, breathe, breathe. And then she does, and she, it just goes on for about four minutes. Yeah. And then she, and then she cries. Yeah. And then the movie's over. Yeah. He, we, we don't we have really, any. He's dead. We don't know what happens to them. Black. Yeah, we, we don't, don't know, know what, what happens to the other. We didn't even know what happened to the people. Titanic too, for real. We don't really even know that. There, we, there's 400 sink, people but, on the boat yeah. and they all... You know, they got off into life wraps. No closure, no denouement. No. No unwinding of the plot. No. Nothing. There was I, no... I literally think they ran out of money and they're like, well, we can't afford to film for another week, so let's just end it here, guys. Thanks for all your hard work. They That's ran, a wrap. <laughs> they definitely ran out of cash. But the other part of that movie that I loved, and this is something that I love in all movies, I love watching extra, extras act. Oh, And the yeah. extras in this movie were... Wow. Magnifique. They all thought they had leading roles. They were just incredible, like reactors yeah. and like, oh my God, just watch the movie just to watch the extras because yeah, they're the, so oh good. Oh my God. Yeah, you're right. Because the extras were an interesting mix of two different types of extra. One extra that was like, how the fuck did I not get a speaking part in this? <laughs> you know, they're super mad that they didn't get a speaking yeah. part in the Titanic 2. So they're like, I'll fucking show you. Yeah. And then there's another extra that literally was like my family. Yeah. Like it would be like throwing my family into a set and then they're like... What? Wow. It was so Like, fun. everybody was just like, I'm in a movie. Like, they were, like, looking around like, fucking, this is cool, Irene. 
Oh, like, it, they were literally just like, it almost like it was like they were vacationers that were in Long Beach somewhere. And, and they, then they were like, hey, you. Do you want to be in a movie for a day? Come on, get over here. Yeah, like, we don't want to, sure. we're not hiring union. We don't have craft services. Yeah. Get here. Do you want twenty five dollars sure. to be in a movie? I mean, and I guess we could cancel the day. Yeah, first some day family in Wisconsin from Wisconsin would be like, "We're going to be in a movie." They looked like they didn't belong there. So like, it was so weird, and especially in a movie where you're supposed to have a bunch of like the boat because you were quite you you need a lot of work from the extras in a movie like Titanic, yeah. or Titanic Two. Yeah, yeah, case, yeah. Because the actors have to be showing. Like constantly showing, holy shit! Like there's a bunch of us going in the crazy. Boats going, but then some of them would just stand there, and others would like fall over. I mean, it was just insane. Yeah, it was. It was a great movie. If you want to watch, a, if you love really bad movies, like I love going and finding movies that are rated one and watching them, because I sometimes that's almost better than watching a. It really was entertaining. Great movie. It I don't. Was entertaining. I never watch. You know, usually I'll shut them off bad. like ten minutes in, but that was that one had my attention the whole fucking time. <laughs> that movie, yeah, <laughs> and it ended in a way that you're like, was that a cliffhanger? Like, well, I think they want to make Titanic three. Am I supposed 3? to watch Titanic three? I now? think they want us to watch Titanic three. And it just starts like he's dead and we're safe. Yeah, that's the. But end. they're deserted on a deserted island. But the dialogue was just... Oh, well, like, watching that made me realize anybody can write a movie script and it can get made because but I, but that's somebody what, that, gave people that's what money to make that movie. That's what I was wondering about. Was it supposed to be bad? So, like, we're yelling at this thing that was made... It's like Sharknado. You know Sharknado? Yeah. So it's like, what a weird, kooky story. And then they get a couple of... If they had an actor in there that was a bit more... Rec- I think Brooke Burns was, like, the only... Go- and the dad, but I don't even know who that dad, dad was. Yeah. He's just always a bad guy in Die Hard or something like that kind of movie guy. Yeah, he's like, he was a solid actor. He was good. He was, like, the best actor in it. Like, yeah, very, he, he was, was like, the only guy who could act. Yeah, when you watched him act, you're like, oh, this is a real movie. And He then, actually brought Brooks up a bit. He did. You know, he like, did. he acted her up a little oh, bit. Oh, he really like, did. he was solid. He'd get in the helicopter. But he was always in a helicopter going... Move. What was the guy's name that was flying the helicopter? He was like some kind of fucking sly or something like that. I can't remember. It was like some cool military name. And you thought he was going to have like a real part in that movie, but he ended up no, just being was, a, a cop- helicopter pilot. Yeah, <laughs> he just flew just them like, around. He worked. For, yeah. It, I mean, just the connections were. Oh, my. It was God. like anybody could write a movie and anybody could get a movie made. Like, that's that's the funny part. And the oh, my God. When the billionaire comes on the boat and he's like surrounded by like four models in grade nine grad dresses and like. And like yeah. he's always got his arms around them. Yeah, so he's like, leaning on them like he has palsy. Yeah, you know like they're I mean? his like crutches. He's leaning, he's leaning on them like he needs to. And you know. everywhere he goes, these girls just follow him around in the grad dresses. <laughs> yeah, they were wearing like. So that was probably like the producers like, look, I'm making a film. Uh, would you like to be one of the featured? I guess. I guess so. so. <laughs> like, but this is like the craziness of Hollywood. Like this is like it's. And crazy people go there. Like Hollywood attacks attracts the craziest of the crazy, and uh, and yeah. So that's why you get movies like that made. Hmm. Yeah. Well, we did. What did we do? We did New Westminster, right? We did New Westminster. We uh, got to stay in a nice condo. We got to use Tim Dillon's um, Netflix. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's kind of fucking creepy Tim going Dillon's and seeing a comedian's like. You stay at a condo and then you get to see, you know, you get, to, you get to see the in. trends of the previous comedian's yeah. Netflix. And you're like, interesting what yeah. this guy's up to. A lot of teen beat stuff. <laughs> I was watching. A lot of, he. Uh, you could see that he had punched into the search engine, young female lead. No, he did not. Yep. No, he died no, in he that. No, he didn't. But he, he, watched, <laughs> he watched a lot of stand-up specials. 
He watched everything. Uh, like every yeah, single thing that's ever been on Netflix. Yeah. We're on his, like, we sound like creeps for going through this, but hey, you left it logged in, dude. It's your fault. And then, but then I started purposely watching like tween girl stuff to like fuck with his algorithms. Oh, nice. Well, why wouldn't you do that? Like, I would it's expect to anybody do to do that if I kept mine logged in. But he's probably like, what the fuck? When did I watch? <laughs> like, and you get dance, to see like dance, what they girls eat. dance. You get to see, like, it's a little forensics on the, you know, the previous person. Yeah. It's like you open the fridge and it's sort of like a hard drive. Oh, yeah. Coming into a comedy you can condo. See what they're up to. Yeah. Seeing what, what the you people see before what they you dream left. that they were going to eat. Yeah. Like like we go to the grocery store first day where they were there. We get like about a hundred bucks worth of groceries, carry them back to the condo. Very heavy. His hands turn purple. My hands turn purple. We can't figure out the fucking elevators in this goddamn building. Totally my idea too. Cause I'm, I'm as soon as I go into a grocery store, I'm like, let's get everything. everything. Let's get it all. Then might, we're might as well do it. Yeah. So, so we, we had all this like stuff. Bagels and cucumbers and tomatoes and berries. lettuce and berries. And it was and we, just great. It's always too like, well, we're going to get all this healthy stuff. And then and we're like, we're going to eat all this. We barely ate half of it. And we ate like shit the rest of the time. I thought I was going to make four salads. I made none. Zero. Yeah. You Zero made a salads. stew. You made peanut butter stew. I made, pe- I made my special delicious. peanut butter stew, His which special. isn't bad. It's really good. It's special. But, pe- he cooked more than me. I felt like I had a wife on. It was great. Yeah, I cooked a couple things that just mediocre fun things yeah. that I can make, you know? Yeah. Because I can't cook. Yeah. You, you can cook. Like guess. You can guess. You yeah. Can, I can guess my way around. Anybody can cook. But yeah, we had the whole, all the lettuce was there. The whole head. Not yes. one leaf had been And removed. I had bought like a uh, Caesar salad kit that we only ate half of. Yeah, but the donuts gone. Gone immediately. Pizza gone. Gone immediately. Because uh, we were getting high, right? Like we were doing yeah, drugs. Yeah, we were getting and stuff. really high. We were doing some drugs. Oh, a lot of drugs. Not like acid. We were just getting high on weed. But yeah, not before the show. We're pros. Before, no, we're pros. I did get high before one show, but I thought it was oh, going to be canceled. I'm not a pro. <laughs> I was hosting. So we were outside and yeah. like, it was in New West and like, you know, c- crowds aren't big now and let alone having people having to come out to New West. And then like, so we were standing there and we're like, well, this show's not going to happen. And then we found out. So I was like, I'm just, this thing is bad, right? So this little weed pen, because I just sit and like. Smoke it like a cigarette. Yeah, I smoke it like a cigarette. And then I'm like, woo, <laughs> like right now. And, um, but yeah, so I was really high hosting, but that was the best fucking show that I think I had the most fun on that show of all the shows we did because I just was like stoned and everyone was and everyone was oh, into that right, show. That was you were, the best and, crowd. And you know why you liked it so much is because you were like, oh my God, I'm high and this crowd's so small. So you were kind of like, I don't know about yeah. this. And then you got out there and you're like, I'm high. And they were like, hi, yeah. And then you're like, this is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. And we but did it, have but a good it, time. But the whole story of the show is written in that moment. Yeah. Like if you say like, I'm high right now and the crowd kind of goes, uh. oh. Then you're like, yeah. this whole show's gonna suck. It was a good group of people. It was just like a really there was that table of teachers or which Sean piffed, pissed off one I of the teachers, but he got her there. back. Yeah. But then I she did. was a little <sighs> after every tisky. joke. She yeah, was tisky. She got a little tisky. She was basically like an old but, but this is why you pissed her off because you said like you you I, you have to leave some children behind or something like I that. I talked about like you in your career you've how many children have you left behind? And yeah. she was like none, what? none, and I'm like shut the fuck up. Like there's every, always a I'm kid like, that you like at the yeah. beginning of the year and then you hate yeah. at the end of the I'm year. Like, you've and she's given like, up. Never. I'm like you've given up at, on at least twenty children. Yeah, given up on children. Yes, and that's she's like what I you would said. never give up on children. Like, <laughs> 
she was she like got, upset. She got pretty pissed off. She was upset, and she was like, an, she was upset. Were the rest of them teachers too? They were all teachers. So she yeah. was like the oldest teacher there. She probably been right. teaching for 20, 30 years, and all the rest of the, the younger ones were like, "Shh, relax, like, calm down." He's it's just, okay. jo- he's he's just, just joking. I think, yeah, yeah, but he might think that you actually have left some children behind. I don't know, yeah. <laughs> but that yeah. If you, because I yeah, I was telling a story about how I'd volunteer at my kid's school. Yeah. And then at the start of the year, the teachers were like, oh, make sure Philip's in your group. Like, Philip, you know, like they're trying to scurry. There's always like two or three kids that are just not paying attention. Don't have a fucking clue. Yeah. And then at the start of the year, the teachers are really trying to involve them in the activities. And then by the end of the year, you're like, oh, Philip's in my group. Philip, come here. And the teacher's like, don't fucking worry about it. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Let him go fucking over there. He likes to pay attention. He doesn't read, but he just touches books all day. (laughs) He reads through his fingertips. He's, out, he's in the middle of a book touch. <laughs> <laughs> Let him touch books. It's no big deal. He's in the middle he of a He doesn't book. need to learn anything about astrophysics. Because, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, we'd be like making something. And I'm bad at, like, that's the, when I volunteer at a kid's school, I'm yeah. really hoping it's like, we're going to the thing. We're going yeah. to the, we're going to the museum, whatever. Because I'm good at like, hey, kids, come with me. Like, but when it comes to like, hey, kids, we're going to build a fucking this, you know, like, because they always, they're always building shit. And, yeah, and I'm like, yeah, I yeah. can't build that. <laughs> they're like, oh, it's simple. You just need glue, paper and toilet rolls. I used to run school programs at Fort Edmonton Park and John Walter Museum. And like John Walter Museum would always be kindergarten. And they would make like in one area, they would go and make candles. Every kid in Edmonton did this. You go to can't make candles. And then another craft, and then you would go into this one place, and one station would make butter, one station would make biscuits, and one station would make ice cream. So, like, you would just move around, and each group would do a different step. So, in the end, everybody got to do something. So, uh, like, it's set out. The ice cream thing is so fucking easy. It's literally, like, milk, um, sugar, vanilla. You pour it into this thing, and then you just stir it. That's all you do. So, this lady... This mom, she's like, she was really wanted to be at the ice cream station too. And because uh, I don't know why. But so she's like, I'll be on the ice cream. So I just showed her everything. I'm like, this is all your ingredients. And then this, you, you just follow these steps. Super easy. Yeah. So I, I love the fact that you talked to this is what this is how you know this podcast is progressive. <laughs> because you talked about a woman wanting to work at the ice cream station without mentioning her weight. Oh, she wasn't. Well, physique. she wasn't anything. Yeah, because a lot of podcasts would say the bitch wasn't fat. I don't know why she wanted to work at the <laughs> ice cream station. Didn't matter. But because of your sensitivity <laughs> to weight issues, you what? said it doesn't matter what size she was. She wanted to work at the ice cream. You station. know what? I literally and did think she on. was she. I literally was like, was she big or was she small? I thought that I just didn't say it. Exactly. Because I'm learning. Because you're growing. I'm Not growing. Physically, which I'm learning. would be fine if you were. That would be fine if I was growing. It'd be fine so if I was she, growing. She, could she make ice cream? No, because so she. So what happens is like you just get these kids to stir, and there's ice and like um, rock salt on the outside, and uh, so these kids are stirring, stirring. And it's supposed to get harder. Like you're supposed to be this the cranky. Oh really? I thought it would be easier. No, the, shut up, you. Idiot. No, seriously, because it's ice, and then you're turning it into. But it's like this this white. Uh, metal cylinder oh, yeah. with the shit in it and it's got paddles so it's just you're just turning it and as as it moves because the the ice melts the the i know the salt the salt melts the ice jesus fucking christ yeah. anyway i don't know the science behind this chick had a great trainer this didn't matter <laughs> so it's supposed to get it harder <laughs> you're such an idiot it was supposed to get harder and the kids are like Wee! and then she's like it's not like working and then i looked in and it was like literally like soup it looked like literally like why is it not what have they done wrong she took there's there was salt. You have to, you're supposed to put a pinch of salt 
in it just for ice cream. And she took the salt and she thought it was pre-made, pre-measured sugar. Like this was a fucking cooking show on the on the Food Network. Like everything and you was put pre-measured. All of that in. And she dumped That's the for whole, the day. What the She dumped the whole She dumped the whole Everybody's thing of salt, salt for the day. She, yeah, she put it nine, in. You've got nine classes coming through. Yeah. All the salt All gone. the salt's gone. And so then she's like, oh, she's like, oh, and and then so like I I t- it t- I almost threw, like it was disgusting. It was like milk and salt. It was disgusting. And so then she's like <laughs> salty milk. So then she's like, oh shoot. Okay, well we'll have to start another batch. I'm like, well no, you guys are done in 20 minutes. Like you have to. Oh go. no, we like, have to. The kids have to have ice you cream. You ruined the ice cream. I didn't say it that way, but I'm like sorry. Like no, and then all these kids you know were crying. An, yeah, you, you want know what an enemy you made? I didn't because do that. The mother you, did that. Well, 20 minutes, and you know what? I can't do I'm it. I'm gonna say this. You should have ice cream, like just some ice cream on standby. Just in case, in case a dumb mom comes through again. <laughs> That's right. That's right. In yeah. case another dumb, there should always be like a two liter thing. Yeah. So the kid's like, we didn't get to make ice cream. Yeah. And you're like, don't worry, guys. Here's some ice cream. Here's, here's a, some real ice cream. Here's like, like a little ice cream here. cup with a wooden spoon that makes the ice cream awful and hurt, hurt your teeth here. Do you remember those stupid yeah. Dixie cups yeah, with the I wooden like spoon? That. Ew, they're awful. There's That ice cream tastes weird, too. On a spoon, on a wooden spoon. Not good. I would like to. So the kids didn't get ice. You're like, sorry, no. 20 minutes left. Be. I wasn't like that mean, but I was like, I was like, well, we don't like, we don't even have to, like, it would take another hour to make the ice cream. Yeah, like it true, takes yeah. that long. So then I, all these kids are upset because they didn't get ice cream. And I'm just like, and then the mom's like, she, I, I can't remember how she was acting, but I think she was probably like, well, you should have a backup ice cream thing for us for like she was probably that's a parent yeah. that's how you know that you're a parent because you're like well you got to have backup ice cream and i'm like what well, the it fuck shouldn't is- just be down to me knowing how to mix three ingredients yeah like that's, that's unfair that's unfair ice <laughs> i mean how do you for i get confused just saying ice <laughs> but she really wanted to be on the ice cream station and so and she Something's ruined wrong with this the day for everyone like, i think i would know immediately like you know, or maybe you wouldn't. Well, you wouldn't. Ice. You're supposed like it's supposed to go slow, but like, but if you're still cranking and it's like not even feeling like a little bit she, of pull. What did she think the sugar was when she put the sugar in? Well, the sugar. I don't know what she thought it was. Like she I puts think, the salt in like it's sugar. And I think then she, she just thought it was goes, sugar. Huh? I think she thought it was just sugar, and then she thought the rock salt was the. So she probably put a chunk of rock salt in it too. I guarantee mm. you, she did. But yeah, it was like. Doing those programs like that. I did those programs because I thought I wanted to go into education and then I did not. And it had nothing to do with the kids. It had everything to do with the parents. And it's funny, too, because not only did working around children after you graduated make you not want to be a teacher, made you never want to have children. Yeah, it never made me. So it was the double whammy. It really. bowling ball took down all the pins. In a great way. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You went from like, I think I want to spend my life around children to like, I don't even want one that's mine. Never. I don't even want. (laughs) I don't even have one of my own. That's how bad these people are. Yeah. No. It was bad though. Like, because parents were the worst part of it. Like, parents, like, like, they just would like infuriate you. And I know if I was ever a teacher, because some of them, like, one of the kids had a major learning disability issue I mean, like is i had to pers- clap in her parent face is just a person who fucked that's you know that's like, all they are they're as we have like oh this parent what kind of parent are you like i'm a human being who fucked. but some parents think that they're geniuses oh yeah not just people that fuck no I'm, I'm, that's my sure. favorite thing to say on stage too it's like i mean like i wouldn't let it come i wouldn't let a man come inside of me but i'm not a whore <laughs> Because I love calling <laughs> like, moms like cum hey, dumpsters and sluts. That's not right. I can't believe you met, you let a man come inside of you. Yeah, well, Ugh. this dumpster produced a miracle <laughs> baby, okay? 
This dumpster favorite. got filled with trash and then Jesus came out of the fucking trash recycling. <laughs> That's my favorite thing to do because it pisses. I love I've really gotten into making people angry. Like uh there was like a group of like douchey dudes at one of the shows. I don't was I headlining or hosting? I can't remember. I think I was headlining that week. Yeah. And they like I could see them out of the corner of my eye and I and those guys I get triggered by them just seeing them i'm like oh these guys are gonna hate me they're gonna be thinking i'm fat they're gonna be assholes all the time yeah, so i really yeah, go in, in good on shape the- now so you i don't know i still i'm big yeah but they're gonna be hey look at her yeah but they don't know me as bigger so they're like they don't what would you be more horrified by them being like yeah get over here bitch i don't know i have, I like, have PTSD. Gross. i have ptsd from guys telling me i'm gross that's probably what mm. it is but so so anyway, so then I just got went really hard on white guys have small dicks. White guys have small dicks. Look at all these tiny white dicks. Oh my god, I fucking hate a white dick. And I'm like, oh, look at your girlfriends are laughing. You must have a small white dick. And I just went white dick, tiny white, white dick, dick crazy, crazy. Yeah. on that show. But I still did well and people liked it. But I, I, I wouldn't have gone that hard if though oh, if can, I hadn't seen those dudes there. Oh yeah, you could. Uh, that's absolutely a road you can go down. You could it, you could do a whole show about like tiny dick motherfucker like it's kind of fun people still think that's fun right yeah we're maybe like maybe 10 years away from like small penis being considered body shaming or whatever but we're a long way from there we're We're never getting there no no no. we're never gonna like i couldn't go on stage and be like well look at these small titted chicks yeah i know but that's because it's fucking look these chicks all have small tits yeah but am i gonna listen to these small titted chicks but the thing is like this is what i hate it when these small titted (laughs) chicks are like it's like you don't even have tits why are you talking but this is why it'll never be bad to <laughs> dick shame because men have had it good for so long they that, that you're never no one's but ever gonna I'm feel sorry for you that what i just said about tits oh yeah is something that like you could have done in the 50s oh yes I mean? yeah 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 and for sure and now it sounds ridiculous <laughs> yeah and like we think like oh yeah small dick it's always going to be there but yeah. like 10 years from now it could be in the category of like Actually, we don't do that anymore. Yeah. And there might be like a, a hashtag movement for the small dicks guys. Yeah. Who knows what, what would that All called? we've done is given guys with big dicks more confidence and it hurts us. You know? It really hurts us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hurt. It's hurt the cause of women because all this small dick shaming has really made a lot of guys with big dicks bigger assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Though. <laughs> oh my yeah the guys with big we've dicks. turned into big we've been, turned big dick guys into like you know you need to pay like if you would like if some guy had a 12 inch dick now he's fucking sitting there like you're gonna have to pay me to be your boyfriend yeah 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 yeah. like yeah. i've heard you talk about small dicks well whenever i see I this 500 dollars <laughs> a month for this dick whenever i see like a like a really weird looking dude i'm like money or big dick if he's with a hot girl of course that's a horrible thing to just think but i do i think well, money that's why or big, big showers dick. exist right when you talk about like why is that guy showing his dick it's usually yeah. a guy who's like look at I'm this not, one i'm not gonna get any pussy just as a janitor yeah i have to take the coveralls off once in a while look at this. and say like boom although i will daddy's say daddy's got a daddy look at what daddy's packing I will say Look when at the mop on this. When I was single, I always loved guys in Carhartts. <laughs> like that's the hottest thing ever. Guys in Carhartts because you knew they had a job and it probably had benefits, <laughs> right? Like you weren't worried that they just worked in a warehouse. They probably were a welder yeah, or you're something. Right. And you're like, oh, this guy could provide for me. <laughs> like it's, yeah, and it's just this weird na- na- animal instinct, right? Just to be you, attracted to Carhartts. <laughs> and then you blow him, and you uh, as you're blowing him out of the corner, you're, you see this thing on the wall. It's like first year apprentice. <laughs> And you're like, God damn it. I'm not even blowing a journeyman. (laughs) (laughs) But he might become a journeyman one day. Yeah, but. I'm going to get on the ground floor so he doesn't think I'm using him. Good (laughs) idea. Start a record label. Steal comedians money. Oh, I tried to date those kind of guys and it was, no, it was awful. 
Well, there was a fun car ride though. When it, we were we drove to I New mean, West from Edmonton. It took about did. thirteen hours. Yes, and the first trip, the trip there was really exciting because I was driving and we brought Dottie and Eugene so Dottie and Eugene could go and stay with Adam's parents in Langley for the weekend yeah. or the week. So they had And the, yeah, that was the funny part is like the lead up to it because you were like, that's why I could never have kids. I hate people. I was not saying that. I didn't lead up well, you, to that. No, I said you it were, afterwards. Well, no, before we were talking because remember when it started when Dottie started talked puking? about that before. <laughs> when Dottie started puking, you were like, oh my God, I can't believe I was talking about like, you know, was you were I? like, that's because you were like, what? That's why I had dogs. Yeah, because instead they, of kids, because I don't better. like cleaning up puke. I don't think I said that exactly because I. Cleanups or something. I don't like, yeah. you know. And then, and then Dottie like, projectile vomited all over your my lap. lap. Yeah. Like it was so bad. Like I, and not I, I, a I little bit so of puke and no warning. No, like, uh, uh, no, just, there was no, just hose. <laughs> it was just, just like, she was just like, here, here you go. Fuck face. It was like, what the fuck? So is he, she? He and then I don't know. Himself. I don't know dogs. So I'm like, is she, it, did she mark? Is she marking her territory? <laughs> is this how they mark their territory with like an old kibble? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, and you're just like, whoa, and I'm like, what? And like, he's just covered in vomit. Oh yeah. And then we had to pull over the side of the road so he could change, and I could clean, it. like, just there vomit everywhere, oh, all over God. the front seat. She puked seat. about eight times. Yeah, she, I, I think she did shit in the car. There was once. some shitting and puking. Like yeah. she was, she had something. Something went wrong. So with she Dottie. was ill, and then I was a little worried. Like I, I was like, fuck, what is going on with her? This is crazy. But then we get to uh, when we finally well, got a point where it was like, okay, we may not get to new west today yeah we, because if I, she was like you know if she we kept go puking you probably couldn't have got there yeah it was we just had to stop somewhere it was so sad she puked on your golf bag she puked on my legs my golf bag and then like a few other she puked things. in her booster seat like yeah, she was we just having a like, bad we, we time would, yeah we would stop put her in the front seat we'd go inside for yeah. a second and then come out and there'd be puke on the seat yeah because she just like puked couldn't. while we were sitting there or whatever and we we couldn't like like it wasn't we thought it might have been car sickness but she's ridden like she's done that drive a few times so she's and she's yeah. never gotten sick and anything so then i was like i don't know what's going on with her but i'm like well she i guess she could have eaten something because we just moved into a new backyard so then she's we get to adam's parents dog house moms always think they ate something instead of taking responsibility well yeah because you know what i mean yeah. dog moms are like oh, they must have got into something <laughs> but the rest of us know oh the kids that must have poured the salt in <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't me i think the mom actually did something. blame a kid i oh, think because yeah. like i think the mom was like well i think he put it in there and goes but you told me to yeah because <laughs> kids are so honest it's That's good great. you can't yeah like well you i mean he put it she tries to get you <laughs> yeah. privately and say like he poured it all yeah i didn't you said to you told me Shut to the fucking kid up <laughs> Yeah, so there was a little puke, but yeah. then once we hit Jasper, the puking stopped. Yeah. The scenery was nice. I almost cut my leg f- foot open on a broken piece of glass. You had to pay $1,500 for a dog vet bill? <sighs> yeah. It was, uh, but, but this is what, because then, but then. I can see you're glad thing. I brought that <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And how much that did I make? Uh, 800 no, Okay. <laughs> but yeah, well, you walked away with 100 bucks. At least I 100 mean, bucks, at least. Small dogs need vets. But yeah, well, that's the thing, because then I didn't know what to, but when we got to Adam's parents' house, Dottie was running around and she was fine and everything. And then I said she was sick, so just watch her. And then I get a phone call the next morning from Adam's dad being like, you need to come d- here. Like Eugene has been vomiting all night, diarrhea, like just mm-hmm. he like he looks like and then my 
and then Adam's mom was like, he looks so like so upset, like he's scared and stuff. So then I'm like, great, my dogs are both dying of some poison. And I'm trying to think of everything they could have eaten or everything like that. And so then Adam's sister is a vet tech. So she met me at this vet. They called like the, the regular vet, but of course it was a weekend. So they were closed. So I had yeah. to go to this specialist, which made it extra expensive because they're a special vet. And it's the one that she works at. What what's a special vet? Like, uh, they have fucking... like rich people take. Their oh, dogs they there. yeah yeah they know. probably like we do it all in house. Yeah, like there's surgeons there. There's like we we need to get a blood work. We need to get a blood panel done on yeah. Eugene. Well, they did, and so then they they give me this this quote, and they're like, "This is what it's gonna do." So then they said, "Well, when we touched Eugene's stomach, he growled like it was tender." And I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, "That's just Eugene. You that, when you touch Eugene, he gets mad if he doesn't know you." Yeah. So I'm like, "I don't know about that." But then Adam's sister's like. She's like, you could just wait and see, but like little dogs, if something's wrong, it goes wrong quick. She's like, if they were bigger dogs, I would say wait a day and then like see what happens. But she's like, if they're little and there's something wrong, then like it's life or death. That's why you don't get little dogs. You can't even wait that critical 24 hours to save yourself $1,400. You got to take little dog in immediately. We're going to get a blood panel done. They both got blood panels. We can get a blood workup and an x-ray done unless you don't love your dog. Yes, that's the thing. Like, because if you don't even love your dog, then Then don't worry about it. You don't have to pay for any of it. Yeah. So so you can just go get a new dog if that's what you want to do. Do you love your dog? Yeah. Yeah. That's every vet trip is like, do you love your dog or not? Yeah. So we got blood work. $1,500 now or you go home, your dog dies, guilt forever. Guilt forever. And like, they're like, well, we need, so we're recommending blood work and x-rays. And I'm like, well, okay, Dottie doesn't need an x-ray because Dottie's doing better. So let's just do blood work on her. And then uh, the x-ray, I guess, do it on Eugene because they thought something might be blocked inside of him, which I'm now I'm like, why would something be blocked if they're both sick? Anyways. <laughs> so then anyways, <laughs> I, think um, guys, I think it was a screw job. I sure. don't know. But so uh, they you didn't have a choice. No. And then what do they tell me? Oh, they must have gotten into something. That's I know. what mommy said in the first place. That's what I said. I told you that for free in the car. Ride. And I was willing to let them. But then they got special food and they got like medicine to make them feel less sick. So they, it, I mean, they felt better after, which is good. And they weren't sick yeah. anymore. But God damn it. Like. And that is a horrible feeling. You're sitting there looking at this quote where it's like $700 a dog. And you're just like, oh, my God, I got to get pet insurance because I can't make this choice ever again. Like, it's so fucking much money. And like, and they really like because you love your dog so much. I know people that gave their dog like a $5,000 surgery and it still passed away and they still had to pay the full bill. Like, so you have a now you have a dead dog that you have to pay for their Cremation and ashes because it's a thousand. Do what you like and earn. It's a thousand dollars, but I mean, it's forever. And then like, I'm sorry. So then they get what this like seven thousand dollar bill and Billy. no dog. Billy's dead. <laughs> I'm sorry, but Billy didn't pull through the five thousand dollars. Defund the veterinarians. I don't. They're not funded. The <laughs> they're not funded. But well, because that's ridiculous, right? Yeah. It's not a human. Like you know, I guess they do warn you like. He might pass away, but you're still thinking like, well, I mean, there's know, a chance $5,000. Yeah. Like, or even when I got my dogs neutered, they have like, so it's going to be this much. And then, so there's a test that we can do. It's a hundred dollars. It's just to see if he might be allergic to any of the anesthesia and might not die. Would you like this test? And I'm like, um, well, does he need it? They're like, no, it's just in case. And I'm like, well, what are the chances that he could 
die. And they're like, I, there's no way of saying. We just it's, don't know. There's no hard science on it. So then I, I was poor and I'm like, I can't afford this. So I just said no. And then the whole day Eugene was there, I was just like, please make it through. Please make it through. What if he dies? Remember like, that? Remember I was talking about oh, like, um, sad. remember when I was talking about like, that's, that's how you know whether somebody has money or not is <laughs> their dog's name, you know, because pe- poor people always put a lot of thought into their dog's <laughs> They do. Poor people are like, Eugene, Yoda, you know, they have yeah. like, Fun, quirky, like rich people are like, get away from my hot tub, orange cat. <laughs> <laughs> they don't give a fuck. Uh, they don't give a fuck. Get out of here, fluff. <laughs> get away from me. <laughs> yeah, no, they they don't. Yeah, rich people do care. And then they, they don't need pet insurance. They're like, yeah, fucking kill it. Or they're just like, yeah, go pay for it. Who cares? Yeah. It's just crazy. Though. Like, like, And everyone says pets are expensive and they are. And it's part of but everything. We, we, give but vets, we really do give vets a free ride. Like we're we're very quick to criticize like payment plans. Usually. We're very quick to criticize like dentists and their money. Yeah, we're very quick to criticize surgeons and their money and their time off yeah. and their vacations. But we let vets. We just say like, oh, vets are the best. Yeah, vets are awesome. Yeah, we love vets. They're, vets think they're the fire people. They're, they of make as healing, much money as fucking dentists. They're oh, as they make crooked good money, as fucking yeah. dentists. Yeah, dentists. Says, that's another one though. That's crazy. That it's like. I like when I got my teeth finally done after 10 years because we finally got benefits. Um, I think I would have paid like an insane amount of money for that. And also like it's hard to say anything is an overpay like in terms of dentistry because like if it could be done cheaper, then people would be doing it cheaper. Yeah. Like if it, if, if it was like fucking I don't pay that. My guy does it for, you yeah. know, there's no it's kind of a set rate. Yeah. Right. It's like, you know, you can't find some like, ah, he's not that great of a dentist, but he'll do that. But I want to know what the markup on scaling is. Like how much do they mark it up? You know, like how much. Yeah. That's a giant there. I mean, it's a ripoff. Yeah. But but but, it's like a sanctioned ripoff and everybody's in on the game. But dentists also have the highest rate of suicide. So I guess that's what you get because you're you're struggling with yourself for screwing people all the time. (laughs) I'm a bad person. Well, why do vets stay alive? All they do is kill animals. <laughs> that's I. That's another part of that job. Like I, I don't know how Adam's sister. Does. I have a cousin that's. I don't know how anybody is that because like most of the time you're just putting pets to sleep, like yeah. and and trying. Like I mean, you do save pets and you do help them, but like every day you're gonna watch an animal die, and that's gonna be hard and as like, fuck. And in terms of like, I feel like I could be if I could pick any job to just be a fraud at. Yeah, it would be a veterinarian. veterinarian. Because like I could, you know, anything else I'd be day one as a surgeon or a doctor or a dentist, you'd know that I wasn't any of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I could, I could get through like two weeks as a vet, being like a cat comes in, and then I'm like, I need to examine this animal, and then I just kind of touch his belly, and oh, and it makes a sound, and then I can just kind of tell by its eyes how old it is or whatever, and I'm like, fucking, this thing needs to be put down. Yeah, and then I'd be like, it's his time, and they'd be like, okay, and then I'd fucking find the poison needle. And just fill it. I just fill it. You know, I don't. How many CCs? Just fill the fucker. Oh my god! (laughs) I just fill fill the the needle and then load it with poison, and then it dies. You know, yeah. And then I say, I'm so sorry, everybody, and blah blah blah. And then I move on to my next client. And then if the cat looks fine, I could just say he actually is fine. Yeah. You know, but that will be a thousand dollars. But that'll be a thousand. Yeah, (laughs) he looks fine. He looks good. And how long would it take for me to get busted if I just went back and forth between kill it, give it a clean bill of health, depending yeah. on how it physically looks when I examine it? <laughs> I would long, how long would I get away with that? You could get away with it for a while. I think I'd get away with it for possibly six months. Yeah, for a while. 
For sure. Just like any old looking motherfucker. But then you would have like, killed so many people's pets. And I'd run out of poison or whatever it is. You know, <laughs> I'd have to get extra of that because I'm loading it with so much. I'm too embarrassed to ask one of the other vets. You I, uh, <laughs> how many units do you? How many no units do you normally put in of the shit that kills them? You would have a put down count on the front of your <laughs> thing. Put down over a million pets here. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't enjoy killing them. No. I would not. Get in, I, would not I wouldn't. I'm not a safe. But I'm just saying. That's the one high-paying job that I could fudge my way through for yeah. six months without anybody really knowing. Yeah, yeah. Just like, you know, I kill it and then take it to the front desk and, you know, no, what's somebody going to be like, let's do an autopsy on this fucking... <laughs> we're, we're actually thinking of digging up that feline. We want to find out what really happened. <laughs> You're like Dr. Death, but for pets. You're we're going to have to exhume the 60 cats that Dr. Sean put down. <laughs> We have reason to believe none of them were ill. And I love that you call yourself Dr. Sean and Dr. Lacombe because that's somebody that wouldn't be like, I'm Dr. Sean. Hi. I'm not really a doctor. Dr. Phil. Like I'm a. My family made me stop saying Dr. Lacombe. <laughs> because it's illegal. Because they have that name too. Anyways. Oh my God. I'm Dr. Sean and I represent myself and myself alone. And I'm here to kill animals and set some free. <laughs> And get away with it and make 125 grand a year. Yeah. You know what I mean? A sweet little living for that fake vet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Does and you that know make what? sense? It does make sense. Um, you know what else we did in Vancouver that was funny? I didn't even talk about this with you, but like, so I have like two friends in Vancouver. I have Glenn and Sampson. And then I'm like, well, let's all go out together. And whenever I like, like try to like merge girlfriends together, it usually is like everyone's like, woo, and having a great time. But it's trying to merge dude friends together is impossible not like you just didn't like each other but it was just like it was just like i was like well these guys are just like being is it because you're men and you're just like i don't know it was weird are you talking about me and samson you know you and samson and glenn like the three of you together i was just like well they're kind of just like humoring me i feel like hanging out together because when i have girlfriends that i meet for the first time yeah. they're always like by the end of the hangout they're like Woo! we gotta do this again yeah it's so yeah. weird but i've got then, your phone number you've got my phone number yeah, but then Eek. i like we have our instagrams i'm gonna follow you on instagram oh my god you're not following me ah, ah crazy you're i was already following you girl but i think it's just like guys just don't do that kind of shit like they just no not like you didn't like each other or anything like that but it was just like i was just thinking in my head the whole time i'm like it's so different trying to get guy friends together well, than but you whenever there's like that situation you everybody just floats around the nucleus yeah you know, so you've got like one person who everybody knows. Mm -hmm. So like I'm your friend, Samson's your friend, Glenn's yeah. your friend. You're the nucleus of that interaction. Yeah. And then everybody, we're just electrons floating, floating around, around the nucleus saying, hey, nucleus, what's up? Well, now I feel special. Yeah. <laughs> and so then the little <laughs> electrons sometimes bump into each other. Like, yeah. oh, I like soccer too. Ouch. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But w mostly we're just floating around the the nucleus going hey what did you do yesterday yeah it was maybe if we like hung out a little more it, we would. but it is it feels different like i've had girl fr friends that don't know each other all meet and everyone's best friends by the end of it and then guys are like nice to meet you never talk to you again like it's really funny it's just like it's weird i noticed yeah. I, we also found out about sound exchange that day Remember oh, the whole yeah, week right, we were yeah. both stressed out. We're like, I don't know what that's this the is thing about be. sound exchange. You have no idea how much you're gonna get, so you're checking the website every day at the end of the month to like. And he told me five days too early that well, it was I coming. Well, I try to be like, well, yeah, that's. I true. thought it was next month. I thought we weren't getting it till like. I thought it was. And August. I'm a, I'm a pessimist, but like for like I so I'm like oh it's gonna be nothing you know and I'm yeah. filling your head with n that stuff. Yeah, and like I'm so I'm checking every day for five days, probably about ten times a day, and like checking and checking, and then Sean is in the 
grouchiest mood not like you were bad but you were you were you were down you were down because you were stressing yourself out worrying about what you were gonna get i guess so yeah and then i'm sitting there rubbing tacos and i like checked and i like "Ah!" ice creams Oh yeah, and I knew right away. It was he, like, he knew right oh, away. She just got her. <laughs> and then Glenn, that, that, that scream can only mean one thing. And then Glenn and I'm pregnant. Samson were like, <laughs> yeah, Glenn and Eek. Samson were like, what the fuck? What and the then, hell? And then like, and we both were good. We were good. We we didn't have to worry. But yeah. like, and then your your when you found out how much you were getting. You just became the happiest person. And I'm like, you just got it. You just for like, about two hours. You're like, Yahoo. Everything's great. You were like, let's go on a helicopter well, ride. And, and you, and, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, let's fucking. You see something fly over your uh, apartment building. You're like, we, why don't we on? We got to get it. We're, we can we're get on. We're millionaires. That. We've got enough money to get on that machine. We're not millionaires. No, my God. We're not even enough money to get on that machine. But it was no. so funny that we were both like, oh. you were like, let's. What's the fanciest come restaurant take, in Vancouver? Take, I'm taking you, you to the fanciest restaurant. You think I'm rich? Come take a look through my dresser. Yeah. At my fucking clothing. Yeah. But that's the thing is like you find out you're going to be okay for the next three months because yeah. it's really saved every comic that uses it. It's saved our butts. But like it's a good feeling. And then you're just like, okay, everything, even if I'm laid on a bill right now, I know I'm going to be able to pay it in like a month when I finally have that yeah. money. One well, as a comedian and especially in Canada, you're not used to any kind of financial. No. And you, we were talking also about like how, well, some people are like, oh, it's easy money. But I'm like, excuse me. I've driven to Fort St. John for $100. I've like put in my fucking time and made absolutely oh, yeah. no money. So this isn't just, it's easy money and it, it is easy money. You, you do one album, you do one show and it pays you for a while. But this is just us finally getting paid yeah, a lot, some of it's making back, up some for of it's all back shit. pay for sure. Some making up for the times you did a you headlined for Bob Angley for a hundred dollars. Fairview, yeah, like picking up. Yeah, for I remember $50. like I think probably fifteen times in my career, I picked up a headliner from the airport. Yeah, drove them to Fairview, drove them right back after the show in Fairview to Edmonton. Yeah, went home and like a week and a half later, I'd get a check for sixty dollars. Yeah. Yeah. And go to work the next morning after you drove all night. Yeah. So you're just like, I don't know. I did put in some dirt. We did put in some dirt. Yeah, we do dirt deserve road. this. We, like, not road comedy, dirt road comedy. Yeah. Absolutely dirt Off road comedy. Like, track. Just horrible gigs. Just like making absolutely zero dollars. Having to work with demanding mean headliners and having to be okay with it. <laughs> like, Most of comedy was fun though. It's a good club. Oh, it was very good fun. Good club. It's a very good club. Hopefully, I mean, I don't think the border's opening for another year. Yahoo! Is that Honest, good? I don't know. It's don't good news know. for us because they are they can't bring American comics up. And I, I mean, like, yeah, that's what you want is uh, to just be like getting work because you're holding Canadian bookers. I know, isn't that crazy? But closure. why do we have to be put in that position? I, I will, I will pull the trigger on this American headliner. <laughs> Book me now. Okay, okay, settle down. What week do you? What week are you open? Settle down. Let's look at your availability. Yeah. But that's like, the, why do we have to act like that? That's crazy. Like, and yeah. and they're, they've always said, well, you guys aren't draws and this and that. Well, I had at least 25 people come out to see me specifically. Yeah. Many and of them like, were mentally challenged. They were, but who cares? They were mentally they were, challenged. They were butts in the seats. They ordered food. They well, ordered chicken fingers. I mean, crazy Best people don't, fingers. crazy people drink? Crazy people drink. Because you had some crazy. <laughs> I drink. I'm crazy. You had one crazy fan that was fun. Oh, my God. Yeah. Old Ronnie Lockjaw. What was oh. her name? Courtney. Courtney. Yeah, that's I was right. in the middle yeah. of my show and she out of nowhere. I've never seen somebody blink, blink that deeply. Like she would just like blink. Yeah. <laughs> like a big old. I don't know if like, it was because she was like drunk she had, or. Like she had glue in her eyes. Like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Be nice. She's, but yeah, she was. 
she was a fan and she like brought me a bottle of gin and I'm she like, did. I don't really drink gin, but thank you. And she you. sent you a note on stage yeah. that said like, I brought you some stuff and I'm not a lesbian. No, she said, the note said, come back to the inn with us. P.S. I'm not a lesbian. And I'm like, okay, all right. Well, um, I'm not coming back to the inn then. No, I'm good. Yeah, lesbian. if you were a lesbian, I'd come back to the inn. For but sure. now if I know we're just going to sit around and drink, I'm not coming. Yeah, it's gross. But she had a ball of Baja Rosa with her too. And we all went across the street to this bar to like, because I had other friends there. So we were all hanging out. And then it's awkward because of social distancing because you only have a certain amount of people per table and the staff was going to come right, and hang out yeah. with us. So they were way over there because right. she so was because there. Because of social distancing, I ended up in a fucking like Corner just with me and Courtney. Yeah. They're like, you two are going to have to move over. Like, yeah. I, me and Crazy? Yeah. I got to sit with Uncle Crazy? Yeah. And she had like... A, How so long have you known Kathleen? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know, a lot of people say I should also do comedy. <laughs> Stop it. You know. so that she, oh, you should? What, what kind of material do you have? And she's like, oh. She and had one good joke, she though. She did have one good joke. She had something about, what was it? Well, actually, it was. Uh, a good line. Yeah, it was. Sur- uh, I don't remember what it was. Victim shower, she called it. Oh, yeah. Which is like. Ho- kind it's of a horrible, horribly dark joke. but it was. Yeah, but she's like, I call it a victim shower. Yeah. And I was like. Did she think of that uh, or did she, she just, hear that somewhere? Yeah, what the? Yeah. But she also, this ball of Baja Rosa full, that she brought into the bar, and she goes up to the bar, she goes, how much is the corkage for Baja Rosa? <laughs> What's your corkage fee for Baja Rosa? And they're like, you can't have that in here. Like, you can't. And she's like, oh, we're not drinking it. Relax. So then she goes to, like, the Circle K down the street and gets a bunch of coffee cups, and she comes in with these coffee cups. We're, we're going to go drink this outside. And she, like, was like, if we didn't go, she would have, like, <laughs> yeah. had a fit. So we all go outside, and we're drinking out of coffee cups. Yeah. Baja Rosa, like half fills a cup. it. Like, she, like yeah, yeah we're like, like a milkshake. And I'm, I'm like, yeah, give me, I'll get a shot. A of shot. That. And she's like, gook, 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 gook. Yeah. And it just fills my coffee cup. Yeah. Fills everybody's coffee cup. And we're like, we're standing outside In front of, of the bar. Pol- we're standing outside of a Starbucks. Next to the police station. Next to the police station, drinking this. And this, yeah, but. White Priv. Yeah, that's true. That is yeah, true. <laughs> if we were if we were not white people standing around drinking, like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Yeah, oh, we're just drinking Baja something. Rosa. Like, get the fuck out of that here. That is total white. Ugh, yeah, white people next to the police station drinking Baja yeah, Rosa out of coffee shit. mugs. Gross. Oh my god, <laughs> I just. Ugh. But yeah, Courtney was. was uh, yeah, she was a powder keg. Yeah, she and was. And then she left. Remember when she the weird thing? Her about boyfriend her, was with her for a bit, and then he just was like, "I'm out." But here. her exit was classic because she was hammered, and then she ordered two pints for last call oh yeah she's like oh I, I boing i got an idea yeah so she gets two giant pints for last call and then as everybody it showed you like how little she gave a fuck about us compared to alcohol yeah yeah yeah. because like everybody was talking and she like waited for a moment when it looked like everybody was kind of and then she just grabbed both pint both full pints put them under her jacket and walked out and yeah. walked back <laughs> but everybody saw like everybody's yeah. like look at her go and then I mean, the bartender's think, like there she goes i think the yeah i think the bartender's on was like i don't even want to Attempt well, to try and stop walks this. In and says, "What's your Baja Rosa's corkage fee?" <laughs> You're like, "Corkage fee? We're a pub." So yeah, so I I'm a draw of you crazy draw. people. You're a crazy draw. But that's the thing is, I like, think we've done how much time? About an hour. Okay. Stop sorry complaining, Kathleen. Sorry, no, sorry it's to, just no. I'm sorry, but I, I just like the I just think that like this argument that Americans are bigger draw. Certain ones are, but some of the ones that come up here are not. And no, but they were the same. So level, then you're so. just doing it reputationally. You're doing yeah. it to be associated with, you know, and then, yeah. so then you have to ask yourself, like, if I'm if I'm booking people just to reputationally be associated with Los Angeles, yeah. New York City, Phoenix, Dallas, like 
you know, if if it's not if it doesn't represent more money to my club, then am what am I doing? What am I doing it for? Am yeah. I doing it just for? Because you could be helping Canadian comedians, right? Yeah. You could say like, you and know you what? could There's... be helping create a following for these Canadian comedians who would then bring people to your show and your club. But like all of the bookers across Canada do not care, do not promote any of us. Like all of them, Yakshas doesn't not, promote. They're not even. They're not. They're us. not necessarily responsible. No, for they're doing not. That, but like, but, they but, sh- but if they were be, smart, they would. It would be help. Like you know, yuck yuck. There are like you know rumors. Yuck yuck. Yeah. Like there are clubs, and absolutes. Like there are there are clubs that book you know quite a few Canadians yeah, yeah, yeah. and have like a mix, which is kind of what you. That's that, all I want a mix. That, yeah, you, it should be you know it should be like okay we're gonna bring in a couple Americans yeah. because we need to get you know we we do want because the fact of the matter like from talking to comedy bookers they'll say like you know Americans do just intrinsically yeah. sell more tickets and drive more in interest yeah because they have so credits not, and so stuff. it is a, it is like it is more about what Canadians think you know but it, at the same oh, time absolutely but that's also their always their argument well Canadians right. don't like Canadians I'm like but that's not true because I have people that come out to see me that's not true they don't have a choice to see us it's yeah. not that they don't want to see us it's that everybody's in this weird circle nobody wants to see Canadians Nobody wants to, because nobody will put us on their stages and we can't grow a reputation. Well, the reason why the, the Americans are famous is because they're, they go to the comedy store and they become little stars at the comedy store and then they get, go out. Yeah. Canada, you work your whole fucking career and nobody knows who you are, cares you are, knows your name. You just well, get Canadians are cheaper and easier to, you yeah. know, easier to get. And also Canadians are like, you know, we're used to getting treated like, like shit. shit. So save money so like, on for yeah, a week. You can week save a lot of, of money. Month. You can like save a lot one, of money. One what Canadian we're saying a month. Is save money. How is that bad? One Canadian a month. It's, you it's would save so much. It's not asking a lot. Because we're gonna be at we're we're the kind of people that'll be at the condo and like, oh my god, the yeah. window broke. We better fix it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or we'll never get booked here again. Yeah, no. And the American, American headliner throw like, the couch off the side. A rock fell out of my hand. And, <laughs> uh, my agent isn't answering his phone, but. <laughs> I figured I'd call you directly. I, d- I was playing rock. I was just. I was, I was playing rock look, glass. Look, I was mad about the late show, <laughs> and I fucking lost it. I threw a rock through your window. Yeah, I'm not a prima donna or anything, and this doesn't normally happen to me. But I threw rocks through <laughs> several of your windows here at the condo. Yeah. So I, I d- and it's a little drafty. So if you could fix it tonight, I'd like it. You need to fix it tonight because I <laughs> so I can't lose here. my voice tomorrow. It's golden. I can't lose my voice tomorrow. But yeah, so like Canadians I just tell people to uh, to write and tell like. To write pl- clubs and ask for Canadian, you have to if if they don't see it, they're never gonna write a think it is existed. Letter. It's not even send a letter. A, send them a, like a birthday card with this written in it. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, "What's oh, my, my birthday. birthday?" And then like, "Surprise, asshole! What I really book want you Canadians. to do is book more Canadians." <laughs> <laughs> Who knows how this is all gonna end up? But yeah. oh, we didn't even scratch it. Oh, Let's scratch it. You, we gotta, I gotta you, think. You're Hold way on. better at this. Okay, you do the talking. Okay, I'll do the talking. Kathleen is playing a game called. Alberta Gold. You can win up to $100,000 playing Alberta Gold. These, uh, this little vape pen thing is really oh. coming in handy. Look at this thing. She's giving it a good wipe. I'm just trying to find... <laughs> I'm just trying to find the barcode because we like to do this lazily. I can't find... We might have to actually do this like actual people. Where's the barcode? Scratching on wood. Where's the barcode? No. This is hilarious. Okay. okay, well let's see if we've won here. One hundred thousand. One hundred thousand. One hundred thousand. Okay, we did it. We did it. We won a hundred thousand. Okay. Oh well. Let's just donate it. We <laughs> we should pretend we won one. And then and donate, donate it, it to causes. We didn't win there. Where's this fucking barcode? 
No, this is great radio. There it oh, is. Oh, there it is. This is great podcasting, Kathleen. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, and now we will take the trusty authenticator. Do it. Here and we see go. if we've won. Moment of truth. Can we afford vet bills for life? Vet bills for life. Appears to be a not winning Good ticket. God. Sorry, Eugene. Sorry, Eugene, you're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, he's doing the Titanic. He's doing the Titanic camera work, the cinematography. Oh, yeah. The Titanic. Whoa. <laughs> the Titanic. Okay, wait. No one does it. You go. And you just sit there like a weirdo. <laughs> Is anything moving? Well, well, that was fun. Thanks for being on our podcast. Thanks, thanks for being Jen. On our podcast. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, keep listening. Or stop. <laughs> or stop, whatever. <laughs>